What is the event podcast? We'll begin in five, three, one, four. Welcome to What is the Event Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. Your place to talk By this time tomorrow, you'll be leader of the free world. Mr. Vice President. Welcome back to What is the Event Podcast on this tax day, this Monday, April the 18th. I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, per usual. And tonight we are going to get it back into the event after taking a week off. Um, as the show did itself, and we're going to get to some event news, some listener feedback in the event line, and we're going to jump into our event cap here in just a few minutes. We're going to have an erratic event theory of the week, and as always, take a look forward to the next episode, revealing some slightly spoilerific information about the title and description of the next episode next week, and guess what? Stick around, because we're going to have some fun tonight. Let's go ahead and jump into... The Event News. From the What is the Event Podcast Studios, it's The Event News with Jimmy in Georgia. Alright, well, this Event News section, we're going to start off with a little talk about um, an initiative started by Jacob, um, who you may follow on Twitter as The Event Fan Central. He has also started Save the Event on Twitter, that is at Save the Event NBC. And he's also started savetheevent.blogspot.com with some helpful information there if you want to do some things to try to influence NBC's decision that it'll be made shortly. As far as we know, the uh, final decision will be made sometime between now and next month when the upfronts are announced for their fall schedule. So check out his website if you would like to help save the event. Also in the event news, over at the Truthseeker 5314, there was a new post today, actually, on the tax day. And I was referring to some of the things that were going on really mostly last week on the show, or two weeks ago on the show. There was a White House medical unit urgent memo about the tuberculosis that was supposedly going around, that fake thing that we were talking about. And there was a nice little um, joke there about White House MD um, and Hugh Laurie coming over and being the personal physician to the White House. Anyway, <laughs> that's about all that's going on over there, but if you like to get little Easter eggs like that, hey, you can go download a White House medical document. And I guess that's going to be all for the event news in this short little section. We're going to jump over into our revent cap, the part of the show where we recap tonight's episode of the event. The revent cap, the portion of the show where we recap recap one of the things i got on twitter last week that i'll share i guess here in a few minutes in our event line section the event fan central aka jacob aka saving the event said i needed to have a name for some of his people suggested the others and i'm pretty sure i responded back to him that the only others that i really think about and i hear that term is benjamin linus richard alpert and the like, over on the island of Lost. And so, 
I'm thinking I probably should come up with a name <laughs> other than sleepers or non-terrestrials or whatever. But I still haven't. Something came up to me, I guess, the other day, but I'm not really 100% on that name, so I'm not going to stick <laughs> with that one just yet. But anyway, one of Sophia's people, Hubert Mills, we find out a little bit later, was trying to steal a weapon, we thought. And it was kind of misleading some of the things they were telling us here at the beginning of the show. But anyway, he was in this highly um, top-secret place, apparently, and he was trying to get some sensitive data, and he was studying some ice core samples, which is just strange. But when the federal agents ascended on him, he jumped out of the window, committed suicide. But before he did that, we find out soon in the next little segment that he did transmit some of this data to Sophia, and she was going to have Aaron analyze it. And her plan is to cut off the head um, of the problem, which right now is the United States, and the head would be the president. So she wants to take out the president, which isn't the first time that's been a plan on the show. (laughs) Again, they used the uh, title of the show was a very poignant theme of the episode again, which I thought was kind of cool. Sterling is um, in the, I guess, uh, White House boardroom, and he's briefing the president and the generals and everyone else there, vice president included, about what was going on, what Hubert Mills was looking for. He was telling them about the ice core samples. And the general there thinks this must have something to do with their goal. The president says that they are at war with the non-terrestrials. Vice President Jarvis says they shouldn't fight alone. They should ask for help from other world leaders. But the president just isn't hearing anything Jarvis has to say, and who could blame him since Jarvis tried to kill him. Senator Lewis is there to see the president, so the president cuts this little meeting short, goes in to see her, and he finds out that all the tests were negative, that none of his staff are non-terrestrial, but there is that still that one holdout, his wife, who he says was taking a moral stand, and he respects that. Senator Lewis says that she can't have it. <laughs> there was inconsistencies in his wife's past history, and stories, and people. And she is saying maybe Sophia identified him as an early up-and-comer long ago, and 15 years ago, or however long she was planning this, maybe his wife was a plant and a mole, if you will. And the president definitely does not have his wife being attacked in that way, and does and feels like it's a personal attack against himself as well, even though last week we saw he was kind of suspicious. And so, soon Lewis looks at a picture from Hurricane Katrina they mentioned earlier when they were conversation and said that was six years ago and Christina has an age today. Anyway, Jarvis's wife is called. He doesn't seem to care. Um, he gets briefed in the fact that he has a photo op with some firemen. But then, after his little secretary runs away, he gets a call from Sophia. She says he should not bother trying to trace the call that has been jammed or blocked or something and that she's basically just suggesting that they work together to avoid more bloodshed, and she's talking about making him the president. Sean is still trying to get to Dempsey. He's outside the chateau, which is on fire. He quickly makes his way inside, finds Vicky in the midst of all the flames. He carries her outside, performs CPR, brings her back to life, and then Dempsey finds him impressive, most impressive. Um, But it's time for a talk. We cut over, we see Leela, who is still looking for a way out of the Sophia People Central. Um, she cuts her hand open pretty bad with a big knife. Her guard takes her to see a medic. Leela sees Simon tied up and looks to be maybe drugged on a bed. After getting her little cut bandaged, she goes in and slightly sees Simon. He explained what was going on, why he was going to go to the government, that Sophia was planning genocide, she was going to kill all these people, and Simon says that Arena 
Bogdanov was the name on one of the maps, and Sophia's people are trying to find a weapon in Siberia. Jarvis and his Secret Service detail go into a hotel. Jarvis enters a room without letting the agent sweep it. The agent sees the lady sitting there, doesn't know it's Sophia, obviously. Jarvis was able to get him to go on about his way and, and wants to make sure he won't tell anyone about what he's seen there. And then uh, Jarvis pulls a gun on Sophia and says she's a murderer and a war criminal and that he shouldn't listen to her, believe her, whatever. And she says that um, if he kills her, she'll become a martyr to her people and that her people are coming here in vast numbers and that the population of the earth has to be reduced. She's offering him a chance to save his country. She wants him to take an active role so they can work together. She says that Martinez will not listen to reason. And so they're looking for a more permanent solution, which would be assassination. And the president, as we see, as we cut over, is going into his bedroom. He sees his wife asleep on the bed. He kisses her. She wakes up. He still has his doubts, and we can definitely see that as they start to talk about a trip they took uh, many years ago. And her story just doesn't seem to match up about whether or not she ever went there or if her, her family was there and all those different things. So it definitely makes her look suspicious yet again. And then we see um, the president going to see Senator Lewis the next day. He wants to see the file that she's put together on his wife. She's the only one who, who knows about the file, and the president takes it with him. Jarvis goes to see Sterling, trying to, to get him to go along with his idea of working um, for some sort of diplomacy with the Sophia and her people. But Jarvis is just going to the wrong place there. Sterling is angry with him. He thinks he should be in prison for what he's done. And basically, Sterling tells him to shut up and keep his head down for the next year and a half. We go back over and we see that Aaron and Sophia are together. Aaron has analyzed the data for Sophia and has found the search for the weapon has been narrowed down to a very small area in Siberia. Jarvis, I guess Jarvis calls her. I honestly doesn't take note of that. I think Jarvis calls her and agrees to work with her. Um, saying that he'll follow her, and she tells him that by this time tomorrow, he'll be the leader of the free world. Leela's guard is outside. Leela invites him in for a drink. She takes his jacket and lets him open up the bottle of wine, but she steals the cell phone and tries to make a call. While he's pouring the wine into glasses, she's upstairs calling 911, who are not really any help at all. The guard realizes his phone's missing, goes upstairs trying to stop her, and after a little struggle, she's able to kind of knock him down and get away from him. She runs runs down the street. We cut back over. We see John and Dempsey still talking. He's telling him that he is a uh, sentinel. That he's come from like a a race or a group or a clan. Forget his exact word. That has been here for thousands of years trying to protect humanity from the non-terrestrials. He tells John that his people have been here for more than three millennium, which would be 3,000 years. And they are able to see this big tapestry of events to come. And I guess it's not all exactly super clear. And they see that someone outside of their group of Senators might be able to stop Sophia. And that person is Sean. Dempsey says that he, he will help Sean move forward towards what needs to be done. And he asks his guard to hand him a gun. And he shoots himself in the head. Which was kind of surprising. But I've definitely been expecting Dempsey to die. Made a theory about that long ago, um, back around episode 9 or 8, not my episode 9 or 8, but the, of the show, just because he was a guest star. I mean, honestly, that's what I was thinking. He should have died, you know, several episodes back. But anyway, Sean and Vicky take off as the sirens are in the distance because of the fire and things. Vicky's having a hard time keeping up, but hey, she was just dead, so it's okay. Sean starts going through the bag that Dempsey gave him. There's the scroll. 
There's also some passports and I'm sure some other things they didn't show. Uh, Beaky thinks that Dempsey was insane and that they should forget everything he said. But just then, Sean conveniently gets a call from Leela and explains to him that Sophia ordered the attack on the Washington Monument and that Sophia is, you know, evil and trying to, to kill the world, so to speak, and that um, she's looking for a weapon in Siberia near Mirmex and basically everything he would need to know of where to go next, <laughs> which was a convenient little thing that, that happens sometimes, which is Deus Ex Machina which is a Latin for God out of the machine, and is a plot device whereby a seemingly inextricable problem is suddenly and abruptly solved with the contrived and unexpected intervention of some new event, character, ability, or object. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sean uh, says um, his, his goal right now was to get Dempsey and stop him from doing what he's doing. Dempsey's dead. Doesn't really know what to do next, you know, really at all, because he thought Sophia was a good person. Dempsey, you know, tells him that Sophia's trying to destroy the world, basically. And Vicky and Sean, neither one of them really believe. And then conveniently, the Deus Ex Machina comes along by the way of Leela, calling him and saying Sophia's you know, ordered this, you know, killing, and he, she saw it out. She was an eyewitness and all this kind of stuff. So it was kind of interesting how that worked out. Then Michael finds Leela and greets the phone away from her and says if Sophia finds out he cannot protect her, and I'm sure she will since that guard um, was knocked out. I'm sure he wasn't killed. Well, I'm sure we'll see more about that next week. The president's wife looks more and more guilty as the show goes along. Um, the president walks in to their room again, this time with a uh, the file, and he says, you know, this is the file that the Senator Lewis has put together. He couldn't He couldn't look at it. And before, you know, he did or whatever, he wanted to ask her if there's anything she needs to tell him. And she basically says there's something she needs to tell him. And years and years have gone by and she's never been able to do it. And it's very deeper and deeper. And she ends up telling him that her parents were not from Cuba. That they were from the Dominican. And at the time, only Cubans were getting amnesty. So her parents lied and said they were Cubans so they could come here and so she could be free. Oh, but wait, the look on her face says that's not the whole truth. Oh no, she must still be a non-terrestrial. But anyway, Vice <laughs> President Jarvis has Dr. Lou come in. So the doctor he requested um, came in and gave, apparently after giving him some acupuncture, she also gave him some poisonous, like Sweet and Low or Splenda or whatever it was. I think it was probably some made-up brand. But she gave him some kind of poisonous, non-sugary sweetener for the president's coffee. That'll be a quick and painless way to kill him. Um, Sophia and his her friend Aaron there are talking about it. You know, will, will Jarvis use it? And Sophia says that uh, he's probably naive enough to believe that they could work together. But she says once they get their weapon, nothing can save America. We cut over to Mirmansky or whatever, Russia. And uh, the weapon is being pulled out of the ground. It's a frozen decomposing body. Which is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> the vice president goes into a boardroom and pulls out the package of sweetener and places it next to the president's cup of coffee. And it kind of zooms in on that as the episode ends. And I guess that's going to wrap up this revent cap. I have a thumb thing I want to talk about, but I'm just going to wait until my erratic event theory of the week to talk about that. So we're going to get on over into our little bit of an event line. We are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event, the event line. line. 
Ding. Alright, well it's been about two weeks since our last episode, so we have a few things to get into from the Twitter, and we'll start there. On April the 6th, I did get a message from The Event Fanatics, that event podcast, awesome, this came out a billion times better than McCall's did, and that was in reference to um, Brian's voicemail slash mp3 recording he sent us last week. And then also, from The Event Fanatic, he says, at Event Podcast, The Event, I forgot another theory, I think the Chief of Staff is the new mole, and I think the First Lady's a hybrid. Also, from The Event Fanatic, we have a retweet of the last, ep- or two weeks ago, the posting of the episode, and also a another message from him that says, at Event Podcast, I got my copy, The Event, The Event. And then, uh, after I said thanks for submitting his audio, he sent me another message, at Event Podcast, no problem, Jimmy. I'm listening right now. The event, the event. Also, on April the 7th, Event Fan Central says that event podcast. You really need to get a word for the non-terrestrials, extraterrestrials, whatever you want to call them. The event. Um, and I think um, he says not too long after that, at event podcast, how about the others, the event. And that explained the whole thing about Lost. And like The only others for me are the ones from Lost. The Event Fan Central also says on the 8th at Event Podcast, if the event averages 1.3 in the 18 to 49 demo rating, it will end up with a 2.0 average. This should be pretty easy. Um, also on the 8th, the Event Fan Central said at Event Podcast, vote for the event. And it was a, a link to buzzsugar.com where you could vote for your show that you like that is possibly in danger of being canceled. And then also on April 10th, Event Fan Central says, At Event Podcast, have you retweeted my new message to NBC? If not, just go to my favorite tweets and retweet the first and the second one, um, the event. And then also, um, the Event Fan Central there for a few days were pointing people to, to my show and the other event podcast, which I thought was cool. On uh, April 10th, he says, At SheilaBaby62, you can follow them on Twitter. They're talking about me and the event cast, so I thought that was cool. Sheila Baby XXX wrote back and said, At Event Fan Central, at the Event Cast, at Event Podcast, now following both. Event Fan Central again said, At Seth Leno, follow them, um, reference to me and uh, the other event podcast. And then also um, on the 11th, he s- saved the event under his, his new one I told you about earlier. Save the event NBC at Alex Lee32. Um, he says, This is my other Twitter, but. Yeah, they're on iTunes, and you can follow them, the Event Cast and Event Podcast. So thanks again for all those shout-outs. Um, also, on the 14th, CW3PR um, sent us a message, which I thought was cool. It says, at the Event Podcast, at BuzzFocus, called up with the event's composer, Scott Starrett. See how he creates a suspenseful score. Time, <laughs> oh, this is pretty funny. Time Lord Master. Says that event podcast at event fan central. I could jump in the future and find out what the event is. And I was like, sure, let us know what happens. <laughs> and then another one, uh, I guess it was the 15th. I posted something about working on taxes because I literally worked on taxes every night after work from Monday through Friday. Worked them on for Saturday and on Sunday. Uh, but on the 15th, I posted something about this. It said, um, working on taxes is not the event. The event returns April 18th, 987 Central. Um, and then. Wild Celtic one said, retweet the first part, and then said, at my house's taxes are an event, lol. And uh, that was all from the Twitter from the past couple of weeks. And so thanks to everyone over at uh, at the Twitter who checks us out. And definitely had a lot of new followers here the last little bit. Probably a lot large part of that is due to 
um, Event Fan Central. Old Jacob, thanks for all the uh, the shout-outs that you gave us in the last few days. That's really cool. And I guess that's about all for the event line at this point, unless we get some other things in um, as you know, I'm recording and editing and things tonight. And if so, we will include them here on the show. All right, let's jump into my erratic event theory of the week. Well, at the end of the episode, we saw that a body was being pulled out of the frozen tundra, if you will, over in Siberia. And, you know, when I was thinking of a weapon, I was thinking of something mechanical, something, you know, non-terrestrial, something alien that was going to be pulled out of there, that was going to be some kind of ray gun that was going to shoot people or something. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Well, instead... It was a body that was decomposing, but not too terribly decomposed since it was in the frozen tundra. And uh, I'm just assuming there's going to be a biological weapon on there. And that, that's pretty basic. That's not very erratic or crazy like some of my theories are sometimes. It's really random. But I think the most obvious thing is that it's probably going to be some kind of biological weapon who you know, we've seen even in the last you know, 100 years or so. The Spanish flu has, you know, without breaks, killed millions of people. You know, nothing quite per capita as like the black plague did back in the day but still lots of people have died within you know the last hundred years or so with different outbreaks of flus and things so it wouldn't be very hard to believe that some sort of virus would break out and would kill lots of people that's very possible and so it's going to be some alien thing and i, I don't know we've already seen that the, the aliens non-terrestrials whatever you want to call them i do need a name for them you're right i'm jacob uh, <laughs> have unleashed some form of biological warfare on the people from the plane. But I, f- I feel like they definitely have something, uh, maybe along those lines, or maybe worse, uh, that could be unleashed on the population of the world. And I do think it was interesting that it affected you know, Michael Buchanan now that we look back and see that he isn't human. He's one of them, and so it affected him the same way. But uh, yeah, anyway, biological weapon from that dead body uh, will be unleashed on the world, unless Sean can stop it, of course. He's a new non-sentinel sentinel. He's not a sentinel by birth, he is a sentinel by choice and by action. And uh, apparently he may be the only hope we have, <laughs> which is quite interesting. But anyway, I guess that's going to be my erratic event theory of the week. Alright, let's jump over to our slightly spoilerific section of the show where we talk about the next week's episode title and description. And uh, as always, I do like to preface this with the fact that this isn't really spoilerific. Um, nothing too crazy. I'm not looking for spoilers out there. I'm just telling you the event <laughs> title for next week's episode and the description that NBC has released, um, which sometimes can be kind of vague, um, sometimes sound very familiar to what we've already heard, and here goes. Next week on the 25th of April is called Strain. Traitors at the highest level. Roger Bart guest stars. The White House is rocked by the sudden illness of one of their own, leaving Chief of Staff Peel, guest star Roger Bart, and Sterling Zoko Ivanik to investigate possible conspirators. Michael Buchanan comes to the aid of Leela, but it leaves them both at risk of Sophia's wrath. Across the globe in Russia, Sean and Vicky race to stop Sophia's weapon from being loaded onto a plane to the United States. And that is next week's episode of The Event. And if you'd like to be on next week's episode of The Event Cat, what is 
If you'd like to be on the next episode of What is the Event Podcast, you can call into the show at 773-41-EVENT. You can email us at whatistheeventpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter and tweet us at Reply Us. Send us a direct message. And we are at Event Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash eventpodcast. And you can also visit our website, whatistheeventpodcast.com. So we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'd love to have you be on next week's show. And so from now, <laughs> till we see you next week, peace out, everybody. He's going to tell them about the event.